American football in Finland. That's how good he is. That's definitely the best offensive player. He could play receiver, quarterback, or running back if he needed to. Try to make them have a run game, which we know that they really don't have. I like to say he's kind of like, he kind of does like he's playing Madden when it comes to the playoffs. He starts doing a lot of weird stuff that you think can only happen on video games, and he gets away with it. But he ain't better. But in my opinion, he ain't better than Jabari Harris. I'll take Jabari Harris all day. Put that on the podcast, too. American football in Finland. Welcome to the AFF podcast. The voice in your ears right now. Perfect Purvis back for season number two. Show is reformatted. It's no holes bar. I'm talking about everything that's on my mind. Uh, first is the social media magnet. Uh, you can follow this dude on Facebook, Instagram as well. He always got something up there. Uh, Jabari Harris. Welcome to the show, Jabari. Thanks, Purvis. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back for season two. And yes, he's correct. You can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever they got in the media world. I'm there. Yeah, he's, he's the one that be putting up the fake news. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, we got the infamous uh, championship coach, Q Floyd, who decided he's going to take the next year off and, and get money. So uh, yes, what's going on, Q? Hey, I'm, hey, appreciate you guys having me back for season two. Let's get this thing going. Let's give the people what they want, Purvis. Hey, we're going to give them what they want. First topic, straight out the gate. Let's talk about Rutu and attendance in Finland, the football games. Uh, I think, I mean, I think it's good for the people that don't really, you know, come out to watch games. I mean, it gives them a chance to watch it, um, but it only, it's only good for them. I mean, we have families at home and friends at home that also want to watch the games too. And uh, they, they just simply can't because you can only log, I think one or two people in at the same time on each account. And, uh, I mean, it, it, it's it's some pros and cons to it. I personally, I don't like it personally. I mean, it just doesn't reach out to everybody that it needs to reach out to. It's just limited. Um, I don't even think you could sign up outside of America without having uh, a finished address. Um, so people at home that even maybe want to pay for it, pay for it, they still have to use somebody's address in Finland. Um, it's just a lot of stuff. You know, when you go to the page itself, if you're not familiar with Finnish, you won't even know how to sign in. You know, True. you don't even know how to find the game. So it's I think it's kind of difficult. They should probably, you know, dumb it down a little bit for, for people outside of uh, Finland if they if they do get access to it. Um, a lot of teams, a lot of places keep up with Finnish football, and the only way they can do it are, are from, you know, your podcast or, or looking up on the SAJL. But I think uh, for more exposure, they should probably put it, put it to where people outside of Finland can sign up for it too, you know, if you are going to do it. Um, having the teams pay – for the stream, I'm not too okay with that because Rutu is making money off these teams, and the mm -hmm. teams aren't making any money, and, and that's the thing in Finland. A lot of teams have problems year in and year out because of money situations, and this is the reason why is because they're paying you know thousands of dollars probably to uh, to stream these games. I, like I said, I think it's some pros and cons, but that's just my take on it. I think it could it could it should be expanded a little bit to everybody outside of Finland. Um, I agree with both of you guys. Um, from being an athlete and now just even just being a a person who's trying to watch these games and having an account when you when you just look at what Rutu does I mean for for the sport in Finland let's say it's a good thing because I understand the SAJL wants to be on the level of professionalism as basketball or hockey so being on TV is great for people within Finland but I don't think Rutu helps the situation of really even reaching out to people that don't know football we have to also think about that we're trying to get football to reach out to people who aren't football fans in order to convert them to football fans. And most people that don't even know about football are not buying Rutu to learn about the sport. I mean, me being a person, if I didn't know anything about the sport, why would I go pay $30 to find out about it? As you said, Q, Rutu doesn't allow teams in Finland to promote themselves across Europe. Rutu doesn't allow what a stream would do. I mean, playing in the first division, we were able to get five to 10,000 spectators in some of the bigger games. And because of that, people were aware of actually what was going on. Even for recruiting purposes, you could talk to an import or a coach and they're aware of what's going on in your league. They're aware of what teams are doing what and what the players are doing. 
However, in the Maple League, you can the only thing you can do is advertise a picture or a highlight clip from Rutu, but that doesn't tell the story about what's going on in Finland. And because of that, a lot of what I would like to say, a lot of your top imports throughout Europe, they're not convinced to come to Finland because they don't know what's going on. And also coaches, like the only thing they hear about Finland is that uh, it may be decent weather in the summer and it's expensive, but they can't really see what the competition level is. And I mean, the Roosters being a team that's dominated six years, the only thing you can get out of that is, well, we can't see it, but the only thing we can say is the Roosters is probably the only team there because we don't know. And so I think that Rutu, as you guys says, takes away from it, from the teams and the fans that want to see the sports other places. Let me Go start. Ahead, let me start this out. First of all, I'm going to I'm going to put it out there. Put it out the reason, there. The reason why some of these teams don't have good attendance is for one, the local players aren't doing everything possible to get their friends out there. And mm. for number two, these coaches, these general managers, these people that are in charge of bringing over imports are doing terrible jobs. I mean, look, I, like, okay, now I'm not a head coach anymore. I don't know who I'll be coaching with one day or, you know, possibly coaching with. But think about it. Look at the look at the, the imports that are playing on, these, on some of these teams. These guys are nowhere near – True. They're nowhere near exciting. We got, you know, I, I don't want to put Tampa Saints out there, but come on, like, look at the group of imports they had this year. The quarterback was probably the most exciting person to watch, and he really didn't do that much, you know what I mean? But, like, you got to get quality – I won't even say quality imports. You have to get exciting imports that people are to, to love, you know, come watch play. You know what I mean? When I first got to Finland, you know, I, I got there, and it was, you know, Stokes. It was it was Robert Johnson, Cedric Johnson, Briscoe. It was like a lot of big name imports that were exciting to watch every week. These guys were putting on shows every week, and it's it's some of those guys still here. I mean, still there, but it's just not the the quality is down. So if the quality of the football, yeah, you need you need more guys that 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 make it exciting to watch. For one, when people do come to the game, they don't want to see like. Okay, people come to Roosters game, they're like, oh, we hate coming to our games because y'all blow everybody out. The reason we blow everybody out is because these other coaches watch film and highlight films on these imports that played in GFL two or GFL three or played in some <laughs> French played in some lower France league or a place somewhere they think they're good until they get to Finland and then you realize, okay, they're not that good. You know what I mean, like, and, and, and put some like, and put some respect on that too. It, it's not just because they're in Finland; it's because they're playing against some very good imports as well. Exactly, the guys who who actually play good against other good players. It's like it's like when you're a football player, you you step like you play with the talent around you. Sometimes it's like when you go to Europe, you play to the level of what's around you most of the time, until you reach that other import who's on the other side of the team who is like. Oh, okay. He came to play. You know what I mean? He's he's here to play, and so now you step it up. These guys that 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 I watched in the last few years, man, like, come on, like they, they they're decent imports, but they're not great imports. And I'm, I always I'm say, gonna I'm gonna cut you off with an example. I'm sorry, because uh, it's in my mind now as you're talking about it. A perfect example of import versus import and being exciting. Jason Taylor versus Chris Young in the Maple Bowl. Chris Young is ex. Uh, Maple Bowl, uh, Maple League MVP. Jason Taylor is Jason Taylor, the man, the myth, the legend. You know both of these players are great. And when you put them on the same field, great things happen. Jason Taylor outperformed Chris Young. And you know why? Because that's the type of player he is. He's He lives up to his bill every week. It, the running story all last season was, well, they don't need Jason Taylor yet, but he'll show up when you need him. And he did. Not everybody has players like that. And I'm not trying to throw shade at Chris Young. He was awesome during the season, too. And obviously, he showed up when he had to. And he mostly dominated against other Americans as well. Just kind of agreeing with your point, you got to bring playmakers out here if you're going to have imports at all. Well, I, I have to agree with both of you. And I point out one thing you said, Purvis. You said the two most exciting teams were the Roosters and the Royals. And you think about the quality of imports on just those two teams. Like you said, you had Justin uh, Solitaire, all-American. All uh, R.J. Long, league MVP the year before. 
Brandon Connect, league MVP, Curtis Slack. You had on those two teams the best imports in Finland. And as a result, they were the best two teams. They had the best two fan bases. Simple. I think a, a solution, like you said, is for me being here full time in Finland, I live here, I coach here, I'm here all winter. And I have to agree with you. People are so afraid to, to, to take chances. When you think about the GFL, every time somebody in the GFL is signing a player, the first thing it is, this player played, boom, he was boom. It's big time players that people are aware of. You got NFL caliber guys playing in the GFL. How many guys in Finland, not saying that there aren't good imports, but it's been a long time since we've had big name players like that to come to Finland on every team. I can name almost every team in the the GFL that has some big time player regardless if the team is great or not people want to at least come to see that player and they they the fans want to be around that player they want to autograph from that player but when teams defender are like all right we only got 400 euros left let's just go sign the guy that was an all-star in Spain people don't even watch football in Spain and so I have to agree with you on that but also the prices for our sport is too high for for me to be a spectator for what people say in Finland, the amateur sport, I'm not willing to pay 15 to 20 euros every week to come watch it. I'm not. Especially when I come and the snacks are already high because teams are trying to profit off of the concessions. And then I watch somebody get beat by 50 and I just pay 15 bucks for that. Nobody wants to do it. And also, like you said, it's boring. It's boring. For me, it, it was frustrating to watch the Maple League, not because I didn't just want to play it, but it was boring. I already knew what was going to happen. And that's why people don't come. And that's why I'm glad that I did take a year off and just be able to watch it because I ask myself now, were we that boring when I were playing in the league? And I think no, because for an example, the talent was so spread out. It was more teams my first year. I think we had eight teams. And out of those eight teams, every team had a legit quarterback. Everybody spent money and got a, a great running back. I mean, I remember playing against uh, Jock Crawford. And on the other side of the ball, you got Jason Taylor. And yeah. then on, it, it was just – it was a lot of big-name players. Like, every week, the games were competitive. And I think even that year, the Roosters had lost two games. So it was like – it was competitive. It was a toss-up. Now it's predictable. And nobody wants to come see anything. It's like watching wrestling. I know most of the time John Cena going to win. It's scripted. <laughs> That's what watching Maple League football feels like. It feels like every week we get together and we say, hey, this is how it's going to be. And that's how it is. So I think a solution would be if teams can't afford to compete in the league, don't force them to be in the league. I think that the Helsinki Wolverines should have went up to the Maple League and the, and the Sandioki Crocodile should have clearly been out. But then it comes down to like, well, you know, uh, this team didn't want to stay in, so we're going to allow them to stay. No, you got to have some kind of, not rule, but you got to have a standard of what a Maple League team should be. If you can't financially compete and if you can't compete talent-wise, don't be the in the field. league. You can't go. Don't be on in the, the field. league. Yeah. Because um it, it makes the league it makes the league watered down. I, I can I as an import, I know it sucks when you got uh you got seven teams and you got twelve games and you know out of those twelve games only four are gonna be fun because everybody else is probably garbage. <laughs> you only gotta so, win six. Yeah, to you only else. gotta win six. But this is the thing. Think about how many games teams like the Roosters and Vasa sat their stars. Me as a fan, this late in the season, and I'm like, oh, Brandon's not playing, Jason's not playing, and they still win. Okay, I'm not coming. Cause you got teams that are like that, that are that good, just talent-wise, that they don't even have to pay their imports to play. Otherwise, you go to the GFL. Perfect example: the Unicorns upset the New York and Lions in the final. That's what it's supposed to be like. It shouldn't be predictable. Everybody should have playmakers on each side of the ball to compete. Um, just kind of agreeing to what, what you guys are saying, like uh, the original question was how to improve attendance. The, the main thing that you said was that we need more exciting players and we need full-time coaches. We need people that know what they're doing to help the sport. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I'm playing devil's advocate or just going from a different view. I'm not sure. But I'm, this is what I'm thinking. If for some reason the focus was on maybe, hey, maybe we don't have the highest quality imports, but our domestics are good or we see improvement in our domestics, then I would be able to say, you know what, it's okay that maybe they don't have those flashy players. But kind of piggybacking on what you said, Q, about, well, 
the Roosters have pretty good domestics. They do, but a lot of those players come from other teams in Finland. So they're all going to this one squad. And again, I don't want to shit on the Roosters. I like the Roosters, okay? The good players you have are all going to one place. And then when you bring in like imports and EUs, they're shit. What, what's the end focus? You're not getting more people to the games because it's boring. Like Jabari said, it's boring and shit to watch. Last year, my favorite games in Finland last year, I thoroughly enjoyed Helsinki, East City Giants against Uvascular Jaguars. That opening game, Jabari, I enjoyed it. I'm not talking about the game at all, though. Sorry. The atmosphere, it was awesome. Also, that first home game for the Roosters, the atmosphere was awesome. A lot of people there, a lot of things going on. I enjoyed both of those games. The actual Maple Bowl was actually a letdown. Not as many people were there. The game wasn't very good. So that's maybe three games. There was over 40 to 50 games played in Finland last year. I enjoyed maybe three of them. And I'm a football guy. I watch. I stay up every Monday night and watch the NFL on my game pass because I'm a football guy. I wake up in the morning and listen to podcasts about football in the United States because I'm a football guy. Now, if a football guy can only enjoy three out of 50 games, imagine people who aren't hardcore like me. Imagine someone who enjoys it, but eh, I, I decide I'll go hang out with my family this Saturday instead of going to the game. They have no incentive to go. Obviously, people talk about the Vasa Royals and, oh, they get a couple thousand people to the game. Yes, we know Vasa is in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing else to do. But Seppo works his ass off to make sure people are going to those games. Now, you two guys, y'all are – I mean, basically, y'all are Helsinki pros. You've been in Helsinki. Helsinki is a huge-ass city. Uh, I want to say two million people. On the teams that y'all guys have played on, how often – do the players, do people involved with the team, the actual team players, how often do you see these guys out in the community doing things to get people to the games? How often? Oof. Um, well, not, not support the, staff, actual yeah. people on the team. Um, when I was with the 69ers, we, we had kind of a, uh, you know, we would go to schools and, you know, we they were they were good about that with the imports, like going to school. Actually, the Roosters do the same thing. So, the two teams that I was a part of, they actually uh, did things outside in the community to try to help uh, uh, more so bring players. Yeah, I won't really say it's it's all about recruiting. About, yeah, it was, it was recruiting. It wasn't about getting fans. It was about yeah, recruiting. it wasn't really about the fan thing. It was more about it, recruiting. Players everybody has that same basic model. Hey, let's go to schools, get players, yeah. and they go there specifically to recruit them and then lose out on opportunity of what about all those people who don't fit into the recruiting market, but everybody fits into the fan market. Yeah. You don't go with anything for those people. We, we advertise the highlights about Finland all the time. Oh, it's a beautiful place. It's It's a beautiful country. It's on TV. Uh, The women are beautiful, whatever it is that we can sell to people. I think that that's what we do to get players. But we don't do that to get fans. fans Every yep. import that comes here, they know when they come to Finland, the summer is going to be nice. If they're single, the women may be beautiful and that they're going to have a great time. That's how we get players. But how do we sell football to a fan? We don't really try to. The pe- mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you know football and you're, you're an ex, most of our fans are people that miss the game, that used to play. They are the ones that are out there really bringing people. They're bringing their kids and old people that retire. But we're not really doing anything to go get a new fan base. And that's the issue. The people, people are getting tired. People are getting tired of playing. They're getting tired of watching. So how are we going to generate a new wave of football lovers if we don't put in the effort to market? I think that that's the most important thing we need to do. We need to set a standard of how we want to market the league. Uh, we need to set a standard of the quality of each team and we also maybe need to regulate the amount of imports. Now, to bring you back, I understand why the Roosters had a lot of imports this year because the goal was not to compete in Finland, but to compete with other teams outside because, honestly, that's the only way that Finland can get on the map at this point. People can't see it, so our best team needs to get out and go compete. And the only game they got to play was against the team in Sweden. But Me they won. Hey, congratulations, Q. Exactly. They won. Hey. they won. And that was a big thing because 
we beat the Carlstad Crusaders, so people at least know. Okay, hey, hey, they you can't be saying we, man. You weren't on the Roosters that year, man. I wasn't on the Roosters. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm hey, NFL, we put, hey, I'm putting it out there. Hey, I say we, I say we because <laughs> I say we because overall, I'm a player that plays in Finland and I stand for Finnish football. So if we, if the Roosters being we, they were the only representation of Finnish football. That's why I say we. I mean, if we would have had two or three teams competing internationally, I could say, okay, the Roosters are the Royals, but. The Roosters was our only shot last year to say, hey, Finnish football is doing something. Oh, if they no. had lost, you know what people would say? Well, dang, y'all didn't even beat the Crusaders. So that, I, that means the other seven teams in the league must be garbage. That's what people yeah, would say. Yeah. Well, there needs to be a, a better effort of promotion of the sport. There's different teams that are, like, doing what they need to do, but is it up to the teams to focus on that, or should the league be promoting? If the league promoting, then we can have a standard like what you said, Jabari. We can have a everyone needs to have this ready so that we can promote the league, so that we can promote these imports. Finland signs their imports early. By February, everybody knows who's coming. Shouldn't we have some type of media rollout? Last year, the imports went to some uh, mall in Tampa, and nobody was there because yeah, they, they, they were Snapchatting <laughs> it and putting it on Facebook Live. Nobody was there. They were just sitting around, didn't know what to do. They weren't in the community. They were just at a place in Tampa. Is that really promoting, or is that just a half-assed job and saying that we're promoting? Basically, um, what you're saying, what it comes down to, the SAJL has to become a brand itself, and that's what football needs, like – you hear GFL, that's a brand. And when yeah. you hear the teams, you hear the teams and they themselves have a fan base. Here, the teams have to basically promote the brand and them teams themselves. And yeah. a lot of teams, you're right, they make a choice. Either we're going to try to put in the effort to create a good product on the field, or we're going to put in the effort to try to build our brand. Mm -hmm. And it's because they have to. And some teams... If you don't have money or support from the overall league, you can't do anything. That's why the turnover in teams dropping out of the league completely is increasing. The last few years, I think we've had four or five teams that have not have dropped but have disappeared completely. Think about this. The Helsinki 69ers, we were a playoff team, gone. The Turku Trojans, a playoff team, gone. Taft, a team that competed in Euro Bowls and stuff in, in Finnish history, on the verge of being gone. If you like the AFF podcast, be sure to check out my website, perfectpurpose.com, for more football. I have new articles published daily about football in Suomi, interview articles on import players from around the globe, and I dabble in the interest topics about different aspects of American football on the international level. If you want more football, go to perfectpurpose.com and follow me as I observe football around the world. The full version of the last segment is available to AFF patrons only. I had a chance to chat with superstar wide receiver Spencer Cutlin about Rutu and the attendance at football games in Finland. Take a listen to our conversation. Spencer, does your family that lives in the UK, do they subscribe to Rutu? To be perfectly honest, they're not really interested in football. And if they actually watched it, they probably think, what the hell is going on? But uh, obviously, friends, you know, American football past colleagues, they're all interested because Tim was out here. We had um, Ben, Ben Watkins, the center. We've had quite a few British guys. and A lot of UK guys. Yeah, and it's quite, a, you know, it's quite, if you think of it, through networking and stuff, there's a lot of people connected via the people that have been here. We've always asked, oh, are the game streaming? Are the game streaming? And we've always got to say, well, the thing is, you've got to subscribe or you've got to, you know, get this thing through to subscription and it's 30 bucks a month, you know, blah, 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 blah. I mean, from that perspective, I think just saying that now, like, it shows... I think it's just the Finnish guys have, have got a business model in place. They've got some kind of goal, some sort of strategy to, you know, bring it up, bring up what football is in Finland and boost it and grow it. And I don't think that's a bad thing at all because you're putting American football on the same program as ice hockey, number one in Finland, um, or like all the skiing events, although most of them are on national TV, but, you know, all these big events, even the NFL is on rule too. 
You got, I think, yeah, no, I think. Um, NFL isn't actually on route to. You can oh, actually, on play. Yeah, it's on via play package, which is a, a legit whole package. Way. Yeah, but anyway, it's not the same like, as play. It's it's up there with what the Finns watch. You know, the fin. If you want Finnish sport, you go to Rutu. Mm-hmm. And what I think the SAJL are doing, they're keeping that to boost within Finland. Yes, okay, you've got foreign players that bring in, you know, people that want to watch it, like, you know, the British people back home. But, like, what other countries are doing, they're kind of, like, giving it out for free. Okay, this is the link, come watch. You know, but what does that actually do? Does that bring in sponsorships? Yes, I imagine. I just think that the underlying factor is that the SHAL as a, I, I wouldn't say, I think, I don't know if it's a company, as an organization at least, yeah, got a, a, a solid business model because you can you can tell by the way they operate. They've got all these things in place, whether it's what happens in the final, you know, the structuring of the games, the travel allowances, et cetera, et cetera. All this, it's all a solid business plan. Like one thing I was going to propose was a pay per game system where if Rutu could sort out like 10 euros per game or like eight euros, I, I don't know how much it was. You'd have, they'd have to figure it out. But that would entice everyone in the world. You know, I could say to my friends, look, get eight of you together or get eight of you. <laughs> Do I have that many friends? Um, you know, get a, group, get a group of you together, you know, because we play on Saturdays, we play on Mondays, we play on Thursdays. You know, does anything happen in the week in Britain? Eh, questionable. But like, you know, get a few of the guys together and maybe watch it, you know, like, and, and one of you pay three euros, five euros, 10 euros, you know, it, you could bring in the international market. I like the idea of like a, a pay-per-view type situation. Obviously, there's more nuance to like figuring that out, but the league pays Rutu to host to host the game. So obviously, that's a way to kind of get some of that revenue back on a more consistent basis than the subscriptions. Okay, here in Finland, American football is not that huge of a sport. We know that. We want to get the sport on TV. We want to get as many eyes to it as possible, but – Think about it from the aspect of if I'm a, a normal Finnish person and you show me this sport that I don't understand, and then when I'm watching it, I don't even see Finnish people. Mm. Like some of the best players, the, the most exciting players. I mean, let's be honest. Name a – you can't really name a, a skill position player besides Miko Seppinen as an offensive, like, Finnish guy. Like, it's not – you're going to be naming nothing but EUs when you name the top players. EUs or Americans. So okay, but there are other guys, but I there, see your there point. are other guys. There's good. There's good Finnish players, but let's be honest. When you're watching the game and when you're seeing the highlights, you're seeing R.J. Long, Justin Sadler. Like these are the guys you're seeing. Now take that to a normal person living in Finland. They don't mean anything to me. I don't know this mm-hmm. sport well enough to care that they're so good. If you're gonna be putting this product out there. And saying, "Hey, we want people here in Finland to watch it." Well, then we're not we're not skewing it the right way. We're doing interviews with Americans and EUs before and after the game because the people who watch the sport they know who they are. Those are fans you already have, like me. Perfect purpose, goddammit. I'm gonna watch the games on Route Two. I'm going to go to the games. I'm gonna be honest. You don't need to cater to me specifically, like no. But that's that's the way that we're going is that we're catering to the people who already follow the sport. Okay, if we're going to cater to people who already follow the sport, why not at least cater to people who we know are going to support these foreigners? Like you said, if I get a pay-per-view in a different country, I can send out a link to my friends. The imports here mm-hmm. love to do the social media. Yeah. So obviously, you don't even have to really worry worry about the distribution of getting um, memberships and pay-per-view followers because people are constantly going to be sharing stuff like, hey, go to the link, um, watch my game for five euros, this and that. We have to at some point just realize that the Maple League is one of the best leagues in Europe. I, I got it. I think I got it ranked at four or five right now. But it's, it's still one of the best leagues in Europe, and it's because of the competition. But that competition isn't being shown to nearly the audience it should be. People mm-hmm. in Austria and Germany really think that they could just come to Finland and just stomp on most of these teams. That's not the case. And I'm going to put it out there, too. If you're in Germany or Austria, hey, bring one of your GFL1, AFL1 teams down to Finland. Let's do something. I'm putting my money on it. I, hey, do it. I, I got no problem putting my money on it. 
that's the point is they don't feel the need to because, I mean, look at it. We don't show people how great the game is here. And obviously, if anybody's listening, they'll be like, yeah, but we got different import rules. Yeah, yeah, all that. Basically, the last thing I'm saying about the whole Bluetooth thing is it's an awesome idea in theory, but we do need to tweak it so that we can actually get new fans and more fans watching the sport. You got to put yeah, your hands up and say that, like, you know, Monday, Thursday, Sunday, you know, those guys work hard at Rutu. Like, you got to be honest, you know, we know Mariana. I know she works for the SHL, but those guys are, bought, you know, going every game, yeah. setting up this stuff. And to be honest, like, they put out some real good stuff. Like, yeah, the, the quality theme, is the like quality, the highlights of quality. I'm going to put it out that it's a questionable theme tune, but we like <laughs> it because it's the same. But, like, you know, the quality is there and the product is there, like you said. Yeah. So, I, I think although, although it seems like we're speaking negatively, we're not actually arguing about what they put out there because mm-hmm. it is top quality. The actual product of the Rutu is probably top notch. Love it. Great quality. Just wish that we could get more people to see it. Shit, that's really what I'm saying is that not nearly enough people are actually being able to watch these games on Rutu. The full version of the last segment is available to AFF patrons only. I was fortunate enough to get feedback on this Rutu situation from longtime Finland residents Mark Collier and Josh Clausen. To see these games, you have to have the Rutu Plus, not the regular Rutu. That's an extra subscription service that you have to pay for, and it doesn't guarantee that it's on your like cable television if you don't already have the Rutu service. So in that aspect, these games aren't really on TV as what people say. I just think it's a bad deal for the league and doesn't help grow the sport. I got the Rutu this year. And um, I think what what the idea is behind it is it's good for your non-local teams. So, you know, there's no way I'm going to see Turku play Senioki, you know, otherwise living down here in the Helsinki area. And yeah. so I, I got the service as well. I think it cost me, the whole season cost me 80 euros. And um, I watched every game. We watched every game, uh, me and my kids. And uh, actually, I didn't even go to any of the Butchers games this year. I watch Ruto. But the thing is, is I live 55 kilometers away from Porval. And so, you know, for me, economically it was good. But I'm sure 99% of Butchers fans are somewhere in the Butcher in the Porval area and they mm-hmm. and they'll go to the games. And so uh, it's great for those who want to see all the games, especially the ones outside your areas. Uh, and I don't think it necessarily hurts the the local so much because they're going to go to the games uh, just to get the whole experience. Well, I'm going to combat you there and debate you there a little bit, man. I think the hardcore fans, yeah, they're going to go because it's local. But what about those casual fans who like to go sometimes, but now they know that they don't have to because they're going to buy the route to? Like me, personally, uh, two years ago when I first got here, I was traveling. I went to um, Tampa to I went to Porvu. Um, I went to Helsinki. I was living in Kovala. I went to all these places to watch games because that was the only way I could watch them. Well, now that I had Rutu last year, I only went to, I went to, I think, maybe a Porvu home game. Like, that's the only place I traveled because I have Rutu. And I'm one of those, like, diehard fans, I guess. I'm going to a little bit right here. Two years what? ago when you went, it was all weekend games. Mm, I think it was. Yes, yes. It's the think, first year. That I think that's not. a big thing too. The fact yeah, that one for the contract, they're doing all these, you know, what Thursday, Monday games or something, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that's the best thing for the league when you're talking about semi-pro, you know, half amateur, whatever. But that also does make it harder for the fans, and then Ruto does kind of compensate that. That you know, you don't have to travel for a Monday game as a fan. So it's, a, it's easier a couple of years ago as a hardcore fan to go to these weekend games. Yeah, you can only go to one a weekend or something. But now you do actually get more content with the Ruto, with the changes they have. So I, I, think there's, I think there's a lot there. But I think that's also one of the big things you're talking about, attendance being down, things like that. I think that hurts attendance more than the fact that you can watch the game on your TV service if you pay for that. I just My understanding is, uh, you know, before this, all games were Saturday. Yeah, or or Sunday, and that's just killed because summertime everybody wants to go to their summer cottages and places like that. So it was actually killing um, home attendance. And so now with the the thir- most you know two two of the three games are Thursday Monday, and so people have a chance to to actually go to the games, whereas before they they didn't because they were always Saturday Sunday. 
So in that scheduling way, it helped. I can see what you're both saying there, but I think the, the biggest thing that I'm concerned about is that if the fan base was already big enough, I understand making it easier for the fans. But the fan base wasn't very big in the first place. You have less than 200 people at most of these Maple League games. And even with the Rutu, I don't think you have three or 400 people watching at home. You probably have another 100 people. Even what you're putting on TV, per se, it looks like a, a bad product. When I'm watching a game on Rutu, they scan the crowd, and I see that no one's there. If I'm attempting to have someone watch this game, this sport, at the essence of American football, it's entertainment. Well, how can I be entertained if no one's watching? Like, if no one wants to watch, then obviously it's not entertaining. So why am I putting it on TV before I actually have a fan base? You know, it's funny. I, I hear some stories about, you know, the glory days. And, uh, you know, there was a time actually in the 80s that there was actually a, a Friday night football on TV. There was a 30-minute show just to American football. And so, you know, in the past, it, it's been here. It, it's been much bigger of a following in, in the past. But I think what they have to do here, I don't want to say it's that's just Finland because, you know, Vasa has shown it can be done. It has to be more entertaining for not only the big fan, but for the casual fan. The the big time fan is going to come just watch what's on the field. But the casual fan has to be entertained for, you know, all the all the other the, the slow parts and the things I don't understand and things like that. And so I, I go back to me, who's a non-hockey guy going to Ducks game in Anaheim. And there was never there was never a dull moment. There was always something going on, always some type of side entertainment, the little blimp flying around and dropping things and, you know, the their version of cheerleaders. And you know, there's always something going on there. And Voss, of my understanding, does a good job of that. You know, they, they put a lot of effort into, you know, making it a, a, a whole event and not just a football game. And I think maybe some of the other teams need to start doing that as well. So think about that when you think about American football. It's not a professional sport here. It's not like going to a hockey game. So why would I want to pay the same amount as it costs me to go to a hockey game where it's a professional sport? I'm seeing the best of the best play. And then I go to this sport that isn't really even recognized by the normal person here. You want me to pay 15 bucks? Me and my wife to go to these games, that's 30 bucks for me and my wife to go. And I got to travel to the games. I can't ask my friends to come to these games. Like, hey, you want to come to this game? It's going to cost you 15 bucks. You don't know what's going on on the field. There's no entertainment at the game, but it's something I like, so please come with. No, that's not going to happen. I played with a guy last year who told me I'm probably not going to play football next summer because I can't get my friends to come to the games and they're living their lives in the summer. Like, they're doing stuff that's fun. And I'd like to be a part of that, but I have all these football games and I, I can't really even invite them because it's too costly to come to the games. Either make it more entertaining or make it a, a more feasible thing for people to do who aren't true fans. Catering to the people who are hardcore fans doesn't promote growth or development. It's like there's a small group of people who like American football in Finland and are involved with it and we're only catering to that group. That group is not enough for the sport to survive or actually maybe survive, but I don't think that's enough for the sport to thrive. How about that? Yeah, I don't know what they did. Maybe some of those old guys are still around because I, you, you can find on YouTube some of these uh, clips of the Maple League games and the championship games. And, man, those stands were full and rocking, and they had cheerleaders, and, you know, it, it was an event. And so they, it's been done. They know how to do it. Yeah. Maybe it just hasn't translated to this – generation yet but you're right it's either one thing give them enough for 15 euros or br or bring it down to seven and just give them football i think the difference between now and back then and when they were doing it the way they were i really do think it's a little bit of the consistency of the sport and the players in the sport one thing i've noticed here recently is that you have people who play american football and there's no way for you to know who plays american football if i go out to the grocery store and I bump into an American football player, they're not going to say that they play American football. It's not something that's brought up and talked about. I spent time in Brazil about two years ago before I came here. It was crazy because we always had new players at practices. And I'm like, where are these players coming from? Oh, I met them at the grocery store. Oh, I met them at the gym. And I told them about American football because the players love the sport so much that they're telling people. 
I think it's crazy that I played on a team last year where we have a men's team, a women's team, like 18 kids teams. We have three different men's teams. And when other teams in this organization have games, we didn't even know about it. If the players aren't supporting the sport, how do you get fans to support the sport? That's the difference. When American football usually starts in most countries, the players are super excited. They're telling people about the sport. They're spreading the sport. And then you get to that stagnation. And that's where we're at. We're at the stagnation point. We're at the point where people who know about football aren't telling anyone new. We're just like, well, let's just focus on football and what we have going. That's not going to get us anywhere in the future. I hope you're enjoying the show so far, but I have to take this time to give some of my listeners a much needed wake up call. It's 2018, people. If you're listening to this podcast from a link, you're doing it wrong. Just follow American Football in Finland on the Podbean app and get instant notifications when new episodes are published. If you're too lazy to use the Podbean app, that's okay. AFF is also on the iTunes podcast app. So just type in American Football in Finland and click the subscribe button. Don't forget to give me a five-star rating while you're at it. And Android users can subscribe on Google Play. It's 2018, people. Keep up. One of the best defensive backs in Europe and Maple League All-Star, Axeli Olin was available to weigh in on the current state of Rutu and the attendance in Finland. It is good for the Maple League. And, and when you list the pros and cons, ultimately, I think it's good for both the league and the sport in general here in Finland. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what is puzzling is that the broadcasting company has not published any of the spectator numbers. I think it should be open knowledge for everyone. People should, at least the teams should get to know how many people are watching their games. And uh, I think I'm, I'm going to jump in here. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the things that has me on the, the, that's how I could be switched into saying it's good is that there's no transparency for numbers. And that's kind of the thing. Like the numbers for attendance was down, but no one knows how many people watched the games on Ruto. That's the other thing. Like people blame SAJL, the the federation, for making this bad deal that's expensive and it's not the best way to promote the sport, especially as attendance is slightly diminishing. But when you think of the alternative, which is to spend all that money in, in let's say it's club's own marketing or doing other stuff, I don't know, digital marketing or whatever, I don't think there is a better way to bring or to all the people especially at this point of, of the sports development here in Finland. It's it's still growing and it's not not everyone even knows what it is. So it's there's no better way to bring it than than a national TV channel. That's my opinion. I understand the concept. I think it's an awesome idea to say, you know what, we're going to put this product on TV, a, a TV subscription, and people are going to watch it. From the point that you said, I actually agree with that, that instead of having all the teams do the promotion and video, we give it to this company who this is what they do. So you streamline it and definitely helps because you got some teams that they honestly wouldn't know what to do or how to help grow the sport either. The only problem I see is that putting it out there isn't enough. The league, SAJL, they should be promoting it, but I don't feel like it's being properly promoted to people who aren't football fans. Say I go to a bar and I say, do, do you have Rutu Plus? They say no. I need Rutu Plus to see the game. Mm. Now, would they pay the extra subscription to get Rutu Plus to show football games if there was people who asked it besides me, the one person? Yes, but no one's asking. I'm okay with the idea of the Rutu, but if we're going to have Rutu, people should know that we have it. Like There should be some type of promotional deal to get people to watch it. We need to. We need to at least... If I go to a couple of places in these major cities, Tampa, Helsinki, obviously Vasa, but when I go to these cities, there should be some type of commercial. There should be some type of ad. I should be able to go to a bar and there should be a flyer of Maple League football. Watch it every Monday, Thursday, Saturday. Like That's not hard mm-hmm. to do, but that's not being done. And that's why I don't like the route too, because I feel like the teams are not getting their money's worth. Like you said, it's easier to have someone else do this like production-wise, but the teams aren't getting a return on investment. 
okay, if someone is buying this Rutu subscription, most likely they already knew about American football. Yeah, I, I feel like there is a problem with how the teams and the federation market the sport. It's it's like everything is left on Rutu. That they believe that just having the games on TV will bring people to the stands and will get people interested. And I think it's a matter of first of all, it's a matter of money. Well, you, well, you look at the comp, uh, other competitive sports here. For example, basketball. They they don't even you don't even see their ads in the when you walk around the city, you don't see their ads almost they anywhere. They don't need it, though. Well, they, I, I'd say they struggle with the same stuff as we do in with football, maybe at not the same level, but they still would want more people paying for their games and stuff like that. But it's just so so expensive to market those games. It's difficult to push out all the other ads that people are paying for. And then another thing is the degree of professionalism. A lot of the clubs have volunteers working for them. And that's that's the first thing you should change. You should hire at least one person. Hire them to be a general manager of the club or or a, a marketing person or whatever it may be, whatever they think is worth worth most to the comp, uh, to the club, and have that person be in charge of different things. And hopefully, that person actually has some education for it or pre- previous experience. Because right now, it feels like. You have volunteers who are probably very interested in. They want to do stuff, but it looks half-assed when when you when you have these people in in you know smaller cities and they're trying to promote their stuff. When you could it, could make it look good, and even with a smaller investment to marketing, you could have a bigger impact if you make it professional. We're relying too heavily on the people involved in the sport to support the sport to survive and to grow. It needs support outside of the people involved. You need fans. You need a support staff. You need people who are going to promote the sport and don't even know about the sport. Yeah, I agree, and I think that's the root cause of the whole problem. And I would say I would go even further and say it's the root cause of all sport and uh, professional sport-related problems here in Finland. That there aren't enough people who are willing to become fans. I don't know if that's because who Finnish people in general are definitely you can you cannot say that the Swedes are the same. Swedish people go to games. Their their hockey league is so much bigger. Their their soccer league has way more fans than ours. So you should you could say that it is something that that is happening in Finland. And I think people here are doing the same things, but for whatever reason, fans are not finding their way into the stands. So I don't know if you could you can say it, but maybe Finnish people. Do not want to spend time watching games. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're in the middle of another awesome episode of AFF. Why am I interrupting you right now? Because I got bills to pay. American Football in Finland is a podcast for the people, by the people. And that means I need the people, aka you, the listeners, to become invested in AFF by becoming a patron. Becoming an AFF patron is pretty simple. Click the Become a Patron button on the Podbean app and decide how much you really love American football in Finland. If you like the show and want exclusive content, become a Level 1 supporter. A Level 1 supporter consists of donating $1 per month to the podcast. That's $12 a year for exclusive AFF content. Level 2 patrons are true AFF promoters. For donating $3 per month as a Level 2 promoter, You not only get exclusive patron content, but I also throw in some free American football in Finland gear so you can show the world your support for AFF. Now, if you really ride with me in the AFF podcast, you can donate $5 per month and become a Level 3 Loyalist patron member. Level 3 Loyalists get all the privileges of a promoter and a Level 1 patron with the additional opportunity to become a guest speaker on American football in Finland. Loyalists don't just support the show, you are the show. But no matter the patron level you become, supporter, promoter, or loyalist, it'll be greatly appreciated because you, the listeners, will help make AFF the best damn podcast ever. So let's make American football in Finland great. Become a patron today. The full version of the last segment, as well as the next, is available to AFF patrons only. Top Shelf himself, Mr. Curtis Slater, gives his opinions about the Rutu streaming service 
as well as a few ideas of how to increase attendance here in Finland. I understand that you can't say too much, you know, being affiliated and all. So, you know, just yeah. give me what you can. <laughs> I, think, I think the biggest issue, especially when I heard, like, most of the teams talking about it, some of the players, the pricing for the Rutu is a little high, especially with it not being as popular. Um, mm-hmm. It's not – it's not helping out even if if people are wanting to watch the show you're like i want to pay 30 or do i want to go to the game and pay i i think it's like 15 to get in yep to do that so especially if if you're paying 30 to get the the rutu channel that's 12 games a month yeah 12 (laughs) games for 30 or one for 15 which means i can go to two games for 30 or i can get 12 for 30 and stay my ass at home yeah and i ain't gonna buy no snacks come on man yeah (laughs) Yeah, so especially with that, I just think it it can it can be better handled. Uh, I'm gonna leave it up to you to go ahead and speak your opinion on it, since you know you retired that now. Well, man, I, you ain't gotta tell me twice. I'm gonna speak up on it then. You say if you if it's in your heart, speak on it. That's what they told me. Yeah. Well, it's in my heart, man. Obviously, money is money. So apparently, that thirty bucks. Obviously, somebody came up and said that's the price. Yeah. And that that's fine. I understand that. My main issue is I can understand that, okay, well, maybe getting people to watch it at home on TV is maybe maybe that's the way to go. Well, if that's the way to go, we need to be able to reach more people. Mm-hmm. Okay, if if 30 bucks, which in my opinion, 30 bucks for the subscription isn't bad if I'm already committed to it. Like, yeah. I'm a fan of the sport. I want to see 12 games. Mm-hmm. What if I only want to see one game? I did the math. I did the quick math. Shout out to Big Shaq. Whatever he said. <laughs> There's a little bit over 400 players in the top two divisions in Finland. Mm-hmm. 400 like players on average. If you average out 35 players a team, which is giving a lot of teams more players than they have. Yeah. Now of those 400, I think the number is 420 players. 80 to 90 of them are European or or American. 80 to 90 of them are import players, which mm-hmm. means 20 percent of the players on the field are not from Finland, which means 20% of the fans of the sport could not be from Finland. Yeah. Uh, which means that's a, a target demographic that we're not catering to by using Rutu. Yeah. And I've been told, and I've talked to different people, the Rutu is available internationally. You can get it in a different country. But mm-hmm. you tell me what international person is going to spend 30 bucks to have a Finnish, um, a Finnish app yeah, <laughs> that they don't use to watch, and they don't. They're not gonna watch twelve games because their yeah. son or their son or brother or family member or friend is only on one of those teams, so yeah. they're only gonna get four games for that thirty bucks, and that's thirty bucks, and they might not watch all four of those games. I think something that could be beneficial and probably this is a solution. Okay, I don't have just problems for Rutu. <laughs> this is a solution. <laughs> I think that one thing that can be done is to create that pay per view package. Yeah. Okay. I understand you can't change the whole like uh business model or whatever, but I know you can add. You can always add. You I mean you might might not be able to take back, you can always add. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if somebody wants the subscription, give them the subscription. Do a pay per game thing. Okay. If I can get 12 games for 30 bucks, yeah, a little a little less than three bucks for a game. Yeah. So so what you're telling me is you couldn't just, you know, put a little button on there to say I only want to watch this game. I only want to watch it live. Charge me three euros. And you, you'll you have way more people watching and making more money than – Yeah, I mean, there. of course, this all this money is still going to Rutu, and that's yeah. a whole other subject. But I'm going from the point of you want more people to watch the sport. You want the sport to be popular. That's the best way to do it because the best way for this sport to get popular, especially here in Finland where a lot of the Finnish people – are not going to give a damn about the sport. And that's not going to change because it is a cultural thing. The best way to grow this sport is to put it on the international stage. Yeah. And the best just way like, to do just that. like the GFL do. The GFL yeah. do. They do a good job of that. Yeah. And what I don't want to hear is that excuse of, well, we only have 6 million people in Finland. We're a small country. That has nothing to do with this because it don't take much to, instead of paying Rutu a million dollars or whatever you're paying them to do that, to start your own streaming live but obviously you don't want to do that i understand that okay it's too hard we don't want to okay add a button three bucks per game that that is an easy thing for me to tell my friends back home oh, you know i'm hey, everybody back home and everybody me, watching it <laughs> perfect purpose i'm here for you 
So you know me, I'm going to write an article about it, put it on the internet, talk to all my friends in Germany, Switzerland, uh, France, and, and Brazil, and everywhere else, and where I'm telling, hey, y'all want to see some real football? Y'all want to see some I mean, Maple Leaf football? Yeah. Hey, go get you a route, too. We got a game coming up this weekend, and I promise mm-hmm. you, it's going to be a lot easier I'll to get people easier. to watch it. And I don't know the numbers, but I promise you the numbers will increase, increase. from what they are now. <laughs> yes. And I've heard before that, you know, attendance goes up, it goes down, depending. And now we're just kind of on a a downward slide. And I don't see it going back up next year. I don't see that being a possibility. A lot of the teams that had bad attendance last year, they're still going to have bad attendance this year. I mean, I don't see Sineoki, Tampa. Turku doesn't have a team anymore. Sineoki, Tampa, they're not going to get any much better. When it, in terms of attendance, the Roosters might have better attendance if the weather is better this year. They had a lot of bad weather games. Just, I, th- I think it would have been good if if y'all would have moved up, if the Wolverines would have moved up. Well, Quopio gets good crowds in Quopio. Oh, they do? Yeah, they um, for the Division One championship, they had, I want to say, 1,500 out there. And when the Wolverines played against Quopio in Helsinki, first game of the season – had a little bit over seven or eight hundred people out there. Yeah. Okay. So Quopio can actually help because they're gonna bring more people than like Turku had, you know? Yeah. But only for like their home games. Their away game is gonna be tough. Yeah. Like when when Quopio has to play against Porvu, like yeah. that might be tough. But Porvu usually does well with their stands as their well. Crowd. Yeah, they got a good crowd. But that's before last year. Last year they didn't have a stadium. So yeah. Now they have the stadium back. We don't know what's going to happen. But all in all, the overall numbers are still down. Yeah. Like, even Vasa's numbers were down last year. And like I said, Sineoki and Tampa, their numbers aren't going to go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa numbers was up two years ago because their team was decent at times. But eventually those numbers went down as well, and especially now because both them and Sineoki are in a situation where they have a decent amount of players. And, yeah, but they're rebuilding. Yeah. They might not have a fan base. So how do we increase the fan base? And that, that's what I'm talking to you about now. We can both talk about this because this is just inspirational idea making right here. What are a couple of ways we could increase the fan base to games? I think some of the ideas the, that I, we've been trying to tell them is like we need to do more like uh, fan appreciation days, something like that would have us come out, do something with them. Uh, I know we've got a big involvement with the, the youth teams and organizations like that. Um, I know we get a lot of the youth guys that come out, uh, especially with us coaching them, uh, interacting with them, working them out and stuff like that. Um, it helps the families bring them together. And then the, the whole family's coming out, especially when the, when the kid's like, hey, I want to go to the Rooster game. So the whole family's coming. Uh, I think if we do more for the fans um, in the sense of either before games and stuff like that, we, we – introduce ourselves to them, go up in the crowd, just talk to them, see if they have – they want to just meet us and greet us and stuff like that. That um, one might be tough because people yeah. like to show up right when the game starts. <laughs> I know yeah. you've seen that. You looked into the stands before yeah. the game. There's nobody there. And then nobody. In the beginning of the first quarter, all of a sudden, everybody's walking into the stands. One thing would be pretty cool is if we could make the games more of an event. Yeah, like, like that, that kick pass, punt or punt pass throw type deal yeah i guess like something that's crazy that doesn't happen here is like at like halftime and like in between quarters there could be something yeah especially since they got that that tv timeout stuff out here now yeah and there's so much doing it and there's so much time like in between the plays and stuff anyways like i mean i don't know who all got cheerleaders but (laughs) basically what i'm saying is i've been to a lot of basketball games here in finland and if there's a timeout these chicks run on the court and there's something going on active they yeah, are at halftime, little kids show up and play a basketball game. Uh, they yeah. throw stuff into the crowds and ask you to come out on the floor. Like, we could make it that interactive. Let's be honest. Football is slow. Yeah. If you're, from a fan standpoint, there's a lot of downtime. During that downtime, hey, look here. Uh, anybody listen to this? SAJL, uh, Perfect Purpose. My commentating services are available. Yes, you know? they are. <laughs> I, can, I can liven up a crowd, you know. I'm it's a timeout. You. So check beneath, underneath your seat and see if you have gum because that's yep. what's under there. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. This is gold. This is gold. Yeah. This is the type of stuff that makes the, the game more interesting. When I'm watching NFL games, I'd be rolling because I'd be loving what they'd be saying because a yeah. lot of times you hear 
um, the information that you wouldn't get if you were just watching the game. You would find out that, hey, this guy played here. Or, hey, this guy did this. Or this is an interesting fact about these two teams. That type of information, it helps the crowd. Yeah. Now, at these games that we go to, a lot of times you go to the game, you get a, a brochure that says these are the players. The players these are, are the numbers. Yeah. And these are their positions if you're lucky. And sometimes yeah. there's a these are the players to watch, which that makes no sense because if you're watching them, you might miss something important. Other than that, there's no background information. And if you don't know the players and you don't know anything about them, the only way you're going to find out about them is, you know, listening to the AFF podcast or going to yeah. perfectpurpose.com. You know, check us out. We're the only ones doing this right now. So I guess that's one thing that can be helped is to make it more of an event. Make it something people have fun at, even if they don't yeah. care about the sport. Have them interact and, and enjoy the time instead of just being there watching something that they probably don't know nothing about yet. Or if they do, then they're trying to explain it to somebody else. American Football in Finland is now on iTunes. Please rate the show and subscribe today. If you really like the podcast, follow AFF on the Podbean app. Search American Football in Finland and hit that follow button. And for all you loyal AFF listeners, we are now accepting Podbean patrons. Click become a patron on the AFF page and pledge your loyalty. Thanks for listening. American Football in Finland.